Hey, Teresa. Are thank you notes outdated? More like outstanding. Thank you for that joke. It's Schmanners! Schmanners, your guide to extraordinary etiquette for ordinary occasions. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. We are so pleased you could join us, and we're grateful you've made us a part of your day. Um, I have had the benefit of having Teresa in my life for many years now, and having this domestic goddess in my life, uh, I feel like it's basically made me a decent human being by now. We'll make a gentleman out of you one of these days, dear. Well, don't make promises. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> We're trying. We'll see. I mean, when we met, I would say that I, I wasn't bad. Like, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't leaving piles and piles of dirty dishes hidden under the couch or anything. But, you know, I was 25. I didn't know anything. I would, I would say that you scraped by as a fine human being does slightly better than average 25 year old male i would say sure slightly better than average slightly slightly so i wanted to take your gift of guidance and share it with the rest of the world so that everybody could become an i guess almost decent human being along with me speaking of gifts it's been about a month since the holidays how are your thank you notes coming um i would say just about as well as you uh, I would say just about as well as you'd expect, by which I mean not at all. Um, I, you know, most of the for most of the, the cases, I said thank you in person, or I'm just gonna like say thank you the next time I see them, or send a text message or something. Well, even in this world of email and text messaging, the art of the thank you note is still incredibly important. Yeah, but isn't it like a little archaic? How about we'll start with the history and work our way up to the present and find out? Oh, so that's the topic of this week's episode. That was the intro, folks. Let's do the show. So, Teresa, tell me, tell me about the history of thank you notes. Well, thank you notes really are ancient. Um, the first known greetings were exchanged in Chinese and Egyptian culture on papyrus. Papyrus. So thank you notes, the way that we know them, pretty much started in the 1400s. Europeans exchanged thank you notes uh, by writing on paper, and they hand-delivered greeting cards locally. In 1840, that's when thank you notes really took off because postage was invented. Oh, so you didn't have to, like, send a, a lad running through the streets and, like, I don't know, tripping over... Horses? I don't know. Whatever was around at <laughs> you, that point. I mean, you you might send him on horseback. Is that what you? Well, no. I meant like I could see a little scamp carrying like a tray with a thank you note on it across town, dodging around the legs of horses as like some rich tycoony type guy was like waving his walking stick. You mean like in fairy tales where they hand delivered? You're invited to the ball notes yeah. or whatever. Is that not a real thing that happened? Because if not, I, I'm really in this moment only only now realizing. That there weren't scamps hand-delivering things. Well, I mean, until 1840, somebody had to deliver them. Correct. Scamp or otherwise. 
scamp or other one one way or another a scamp got it there scamps <laughs> the delivery system you can trust since like 1400 to 1839 then with the advantage of postage stamps it became common to purchase printed notes mm-hmm. and cards with artwork created by other people instead of just a piece of paper handwritten by you gotcha so then that's when etiquette books started recommending appropriate practices for writing and sending thank you notes. Got it. So since then, uh, technology has taken the primary role in sending and receiving thank you notes, invitations, and general greetings. So e-cards, right? And emails uh-huh. and and calling and texting. Although I, I do have to say that I think that the original form of a handwritten thank you note really is my favorite thank you note to get and give. Well, I'll say this. Um, so one of the questions that we got a lot of, specifically one from Rebecca, who said, when is an email thank you note appropriate? Um, and so I think, and a lot of people asked about like e-cards and text messaging and that kind of thing. And I will say my uninformed opinion is it just depends on who you're sending it to. Exactly. I would definitely agree with that. I would say that it depends on who you're sending it to, your relationship to them, and what they gave you. How so? Well, so like if my, let's say, let's say my mom sent me something uh, in, in the post that it wasn't for my birthday. It was just she thought of me. Here's something that th- makes me think of you. I would probably call her because I talk to her all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't send her a thank you note just on principle because I like sending well, thank you, you love notes. Thank so you notes. <laughs> I probably would send her a thank you note. But I don't think that anyone who is that close in relationship for a non-special occasion would mind speaking to you about it. Um, my mom doesn't really text very well, so I probably wouldn't text or email her just because that'd be a little more trouble than it's worth, but Mm -hmm. I would definitely call her. Well, this leads to my next question. So the question is, when does it apply? Um, and we had a lot of confusion around this on Twitter. Um, lots of, so for example, uh, at handful of notes, which is very appropriate for this topic, um, asked, Sending out generic, everyone, thank you for blank notes versus sending out individualized thank you notes, question mark. And Unsearable asked, what exactly should I be writing thank you notes for? Presents, dinners, parties? So uh, I am going to address both of those questions at the same time. So the thing is, first of all, for thank you notes, you're sending them to individual people. So even if they are form letter no one is going to compare thank you notes. See, that's, that's always been one of my biggest concerns. I remember doing thank you notes for, like, my high school graduation, and I just felt like I was writing the same thing in every one. And for some reason, at, like, 18, I was convinced that, like, my grandmother and my mom's friend would know somehow, like, this isn't this, – this doesn't sound like he's writing to me. And, like, I was really concerned with that for some reason. Travis, I'm certain that your grandmother's friends and your mom and all those people were just so happy to get one that it didn't really matter if they got the same message. And they're not going to compare notes. They, I mean, they really aren't. People who get a thank you note are really just so happy to get one mm-hmm. to receive that gratitude back again that it doesn't really seem to matter. I would, and I am, going to explain how to write a nice thank you note that is a little formulaic, that isn't just, thank you for the blank, you know? 
Gotcha. Um, what about as far as like when to send them? Well, so there are conflicting sources about okay. this. Um, so I would say that the best time to write it is really within a day or two of getting that that gift, um, especially in today's age of ordering things online. The sooner that you can let people know that you receive their gift, the better it is. Now, you keep saying gift, but I feel like we've talked about this many times, and I know that you are a person who, if we are invited to someone's home um, or if someone, like, takes us out to dinner – that you write thank you notes for that, like as far as occasions go, gift receiving, what else? What well, other isn't someone inviting you to their home a gift of their time and their well, space and okay. their energy? And isn't someone in paying for your dinner or taking you out to dinner a and gift? Isn't every smile a gift? And every yes, I know. I really you couldn't that. hear it. Uh, people out there on the internet but i gave a giant eye roll yes i received a patented Teresa mcelroy eye roll um but there i feel like and i'm not the expert here but i know um you have told me before and we've talked about like a job interview for example or um you know someone picking you up from the airport that it it seems to me and please correct me if i'm wrong i have gleaned that if you feel like you should send a thank you note that is the time to send a thank you note. Exactly. I'm not recommending that for every person who passes you on the street and says hello, you should send them a thank you note. What I'm saying is it's about the time. If someone, for instance, picked you up from the airport and it's a fairly long way back home or back to their house or back to the airport, I think that that warrants a thank you note because they took a lot of their time. Um, if... Uh, if if it really bothers you about, oh, I haven't sent a thank you note. Now it's too long. And you know what? I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. <laughs> but I, I will say this. this. Let's just knock this out of the park now because this was a big question we got like repeatedly on both Twitter and Facebook. Should you ever send a thank you note for receiving a thank you note? My opinion is no. Uh, no. Okay, great. Because unless you are interested in corresponding with this person back and forth and back and forth, and certainly, please correspond in letters. Everybody loves getting mail. But to send a thank you note for a thank you note is really kind of overkill. If they included money in their thank you note. <laughs> I guess. Maybe you should send them a thank you note. But once you thank someone for a gift, I don't think that they need to thank you for the thank you. No, if you like see them, like you know, two weeks later, I mean, like, you hang even, out, I'm like, hey, I got your thank you note. That was great. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? And even if you don't see the person at that point, it really just becomes, do I want to continue corresponding and make this my pen pal? Maybe you do. Uh, at Andy Ellis also asked about occasions at which to send, and um, the two that really struck me were professors writing letters of recommendation. That seems like a yes, right? Like if somebody takes the time out to write a letter of recommendation for you, would you send a thank you note for that? Um, I think that there's a difference between someone who sat down and wrote you a specific letter of recommendation and someone who has a formula, like a form letter that they just put your name and information and maybe like a couple of details about you in because I have uh, encountered people who do that, people like professors who have to write a lot of them. Um, 
but if you if you got the indication that maybe that's not the case that they did really sit down and think about it they gave a lot of time to you so yes you should write one what about the other thing that andy asked about is romantic gifts um Maybe for a large gift, I could see how uh, if your romantic partner gave you a car, right? Yeah. That deserves a thank you note. Yeah. But if they brought you home a coffee from the coffee shop they went to, you're right there. Express your gratitude to them there. It it also strikes me my take on it would be, did they hand it to you? Did you hug them and kiss them for receiving it? Or did they like have flowers and a bear delivered to your office and make you feel really special in front of other people? That seems like a thing. Like, were they there to see how happy you were to get it? Then you might not need a thank you note for that. I agree. And and that's the way that I generally treat uh, Christmases, like Christmas gifts, um, where all the family is together to open up those Christmas gifts. A little hug and a kiss afterwards, say thank you so much, is enough. Um, unless they shipped gifts directly and they don't know when they have arrived. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the big things. When people aren't there to see you open the gift and they've sent it by post, really need to write them a thank you note. And I think even that, you could give a little email send-off or a text send-off. Hey, I got your gift today. And that doesn't replace your thank you note, but it certainly gives you more time to write your thank you note. Because once you show them that you have received the present, then people are a little more at ease and you have a little more time to write that note. Speaking of time, um, one of the big questions that we got, uh, including one from at bridge 579 was, uh, what's the time frame? Uh, Is there a time to send it when it is too late or too early? Ooh, again, uh, there really is no consensus. I would say never too early. If you open that gift, you write your notes. Uh, I mean, I have been at bridal showers and baby showers where somebody's job is to write down what you got from who. And you do your thank you notes right after. Um, And as far as length, well, different sources say different things. Um, For weddings, in an example... And I know that I did receive several questions about weddings specifically because that seems to be one of the um, the occasions that people really do still write. It thank seems you like notes everyone for. can agree weddings equal thank you notes. I saw everything from three weeks to a year. Can you believe that? A year. A year. Well, and I would say there are extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. behind those thank you notes. For example, if you and your partner move right after your wedding, mm-hmm. nobody expects you to send out thank you notes in a week. The degree of the life change when you get married, I, sh- I think, should be reflected in the time you're allowed. Well, one wait. of the questions we asked, uh, it was like too late. Like, for example, I saw a couple of people say like, it's been a year or a year and a half. Should I just not send them? And the first thing that occurred to me is like, if I had sent, even if it was like a year and a half and I got a thank you note, I'd be like, ah, okay, it's better late than never. Like, I don't think there's anyone who's going to be like, I just got one and I would prefer not to get one at all. <laughs> well, I, I think that there are a couple of circumstances surrounding that. One, have you already written them? If you've already written them, please just put it in the mail and get it over with. 
Um, if you haven't written them, would it maybe be better for you to send out an email blast just so that people can get it? Just so that you can get it off of your conscience? I don't think that anyone in this day and age is going to write you off of your social network because they didn't receive a thank you note from them. Um, back in Victorian times and even even later in the United States history, it was commonplace to really kind of exclude people who had snubbed you in a, you know, in, well, a, in we etiquette also, ways. We also didn't have, like, Xboxes and TV and, like, the internet then, so people had a lot more free time to sit around and write thank you notes. There wasn't a lot, like, of compete. Nobody was going to see The Force Awakens, so, like, if you didn't write a thank you note, it was like, what else were you doing? What I- else were you doing, Lord Stephen? I would argue that with today's technology, it makes it a lot easier to write thank you notes. You can write them on your computer and print them out. For instance, if you have terrible handwriting, which Andrew uh, on Facebook asked, then print them out. Stick a little printout in your thing. Go to uh, Kinko's because that's pretty awesome. We have copy machines. You know, I, I think that just because you have an excuse not to do them doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. So what are your feelings on like the pre-written thank you notes where like you just fill in a name and pop it in an envelope and send it? I would say that getting a thank you note like that is better than getting no thank you note at all. Excellent point. I know you. One of the uh, things I learned about you very early on when we first moved in together was you have, I, I believe at this point, like two different sets of puffy paints and markers and different colored paper and you like collect thank you note fixins. Well, I do because I enjoy that kind of thing. Uh, For instance, when we had our wedding, I sent out handmade thank you cards. I used the leftover paper from our uh, programs and I bought a silver pen at Michael's and really just wrote on there a big thanks on the front and then thank on my little thank you form on the inside um, because I enjoy doing that. But it doesn't make a person who goes and buys their cards from the dollar store, which I also do, it doesn't make them any less sincere than me. Okay. Well, so you mentioned earlier about content. What what one could put in uh, one of the thank you notes, which was always one of the things that kind of stymied me. Um, I never sent my college, like graduation thing, you know, because I put it off for so long because I, that was kind of my excuse was like, I don't know what to write. And then after like six months, I was like, well, it's too late now. If I send them, it would just be embarrassing. But really, I think I just didn't want to send them. Um, But content wise, what does a thank you note actually need to entail? Well, Travis, sidebar, if you had sent those, maybe would we would have gotten more presents for our I mean, wedding. Yes, that's a good rule of thumb in general. One of the questions was like uh, that we saw on Facebook a lot was like, why should this even still be a thing? Why should you do thank you notes? Because it gets you more pre- – <laughs> every time you send a thank you note and someone's like, oh, they took time out of their day to let me know that they really appreciated the thing I do for them – you're that much more likely to get stuff again in the future. Exactly. And there are people, friends of ours, who swear by this, who have gotten uh, my friend Alexa. She let me know today. She said that she really credits a lot of the gifts she continues to receive from her grandmother's friends to those thank you notes that she wrote to them when she graduated. 
Okay, Travis, I'm going to share with you my three-step thank you note. Please do. So this isn't really a step because it's pretty much a given. You say, dear so-and-so. Hello, Lord Stephen. That's our opener, all right? First step is thank you for the blank. Thank you for the Ewok Village playset. Great. Step two is you're going to tell them what you're going to do with that. So, uh, hello, Lord Stephen. Thank you for the Ewok Village playset. I cannot wait to recreate the scene where the Ewoks are going to eat Han Solo. Great. And step three, refer to some future meeting with them that you're looking forward to. I can't wait for you to come over so you can beat Chewbacca when the Ewoks try to eat them. (laughs) Perfect. And another closer. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for your generosity. Thanks again. And Thanks your name. again, Lord Travis. Exactly. See, wasn't that easy? Yes. And you probably don't have to be as uh, poetic and write as beautifully as I just did. You could say, dear grandma, thank you so much for the flowers. I will admire them every day. I can't wait to see you on your birthday. Love your name. Perfect. Perfect. And if you follow that and you write them, it'll seem a little formulaic, but you can really get across exactly what you're going to say. Um, and there's, there's, like I said, no reason to try and wax poetic because no one's going to compare notes. They're and not- it's, it's really the thought that counts. Like yeah. receiving the note is the important thing, not how beautifully you write it. Sydney McElroy. And I'm Riley Smurl. And we co-host a podcast called Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. On our show, we tackle all of the hot teen topics that kids have on their minds today. Hot teen topics? Well, you know, the, the questions that are that are plaguing teenagers through their tumultuous growing years. Questions like, how do I party? Or what do I do with all this hair everywhere? The same questions that people like Sydney had during their years as teenagers. Many, many, many. Okay, not that many. So, so long ago. Yeah, okay, I think they get the idea. So search for Still Buffering on iTunes or MaximumFun.org for new episodes every Tuesday. Still Buffering. I am a teenager. And I was too. Um, so we had a, a couple of questions that I would like to get your opinion on. These are a little bit more open-ended, a little less structured. Uh, Rachel had a question that I've always wondered about, which is how long should you keep thank you notes that you've received? If you want to decorate with your thank you notes, you should keep them. If you don't want to decorate with them, get rid of them. You have a board that's got like uh, crisscrossed ribbons on it mm-hmm. that you put like wedding invitations and thank you notes and like Christmas cards at Christmas, that kind of thing into. Because that's my kind of crafty aesthetic. I, I would also say um, it seems to me like it would be important what the occasion or present you're being thanked for. Like if you were best man at a wedding, that might be one you want to save. If you gave someone a bouquet of flowers on their birthday you're probably just good reading it and then throwing it in the trash. Right, because the sentimentality is what it is. It, if you're keeping a thank you card, it's for you. It's not for the other person. So don't be afraid to throw it away right away because it served its purpose. It thanked you and now it's done and you can throw it out if you want to. Um, I would never be offended if anyone opened a thank you note and then put it straight into the trash. 
They got it. That was for them. And now it's done. Um, so we talked a little bit about thank yous in person, but Alice, Allison wanted to know, when is it okay to say thank you in person and leave it at that? Well, I think special occasions like Christmas, I mentioned before, um, if you had a birthday party where you discouraged gifts, I would definitely say thank you in person is just fine. Uh, thank you for coming. Perfect. Say um, someone gave me a ride home from the airport and I gave them $20 for gas. I don't have to write a thank you note for that, right? I gave them $20. Right, because you paid them for their service. Okay, I gotcha. I would not consider paying someone uh, for a service like that a gift because you you compensated them. But if someone like house sat for you as a friend, that's a perfect occasion to like write a thank you note. Exactly. But if someone like got you a candy bar while they were at 7-Eleven, probably just an in-person thank you is okay there, right? I, I would agree with that. Um, because they're probably close enough to you that you, uh, that they thought of you to get a candy bar or maybe even you asked for it. <laughs> um, they, I'm certain will just be I'm certain that they'll just feel fine. You give them a thank you in person. But it is important to say thank you. Oh, definitely. Don't just like grunt at them like some kind of monkey person. <laughs> um, so Joshua asked a question that I think is going to lead us into our next topic. We mentioned the idea of a thank you note for job interviews. I can speak personally to this because I've interviewed a lot of people um, when I worked at Best Buy. I interviewed a lot of people. And when I worked at the Cincinnati Shakespeare Company, I interviewed a lot of people. Um and all of those people, I only received a thank you note once, and it made such an impact on me. I pinned it up in my cubicle, and that person did end up getting the job. I'm not going to say just because of the thank you note. They, I'm certain that they were well qualified. Yes, but there was something about receiving the thank you note that kind of clicked in my head like, oh, this is a person who you know is thoughtful and thorough and like takes this seriously, and it reflected very, very well on them. Exactly. And even if you don't get the job, maybe you just weren't right for that job. But if a person is in charge of hiring, they're going to need to hire people for different jobs. And well, if you give them a thank you note, they might think of you again. That was the question from Joshua, which was, should I write a thank you note if I don't get the job? And included in that, um, should, uh, should I ask how to improve uh, my interview techniques? Um, you, okay. First part is yes. If you don't get the job because you should be sending your thank you notes even before the job, uh, is, is awarded. Um, you should be sending your thank you notes that evening for the interview so that they get there in time for the person to still have it in fresh in their brain. Um, and the second part is no, um, because people who are hiring that is not their job to teach you and critique you. Um, their job is to find the best person, not to make the best person. If that was what they were interested in, they would hire apprentices under them and teach in order for them to get the job. Plus, that's not really what thank you notes are for. So that kind of like backdoor, like, hey, thanks. And also like, no, just say thank you and leave it at that. Exactly. It is important that you thank 
everyone you come in contact with at a job interview. Get as many business cards or letterheads of people you meet and send everybody at least a baseline thank you email um, because you you never want to leave anybody out. And maybe that might be the difference between you getting the job and you not getting the job. Just because it's not the person who interviewed you doesn't mean that they don't have uh, a lot of opinion and a lot of sway. You never know whose opinion is important when you go in for a job interview. Exactly. In summation, what I recommend is an email that night for everyone that you have been able to collect business cards and letterhead or, or come in contact with and then sending a thank you note after the fact. Great. So, Teresa... Yes, Travis. Can you give me maybe uh, a little bit more fun, a little less helpful examples of some thank you notes? Absolutely. So let's have some fun with greetings, okay? Please. Here is a couple of opening and closings from medieval manuscripts. Ooh. Won't that be delicious? Oh, it sounds it sounds amazing. So here's a bad example. This is a love letter from Heloise to Abelard. God, that's a good name. Sure is. To her master, nay father. To her husband, nay brother. His handmaid, nay daughter. His spouse, nay sister. To Abelard, Heloise. (laughs) I don't know who that's addressed to. I don't really either. I think that they were trying so hard to be so correct. I, I don't even know what that means. I just picture like a postman in the 1100s just like scratching his head. And he's like, I don't know. Who. <laughs> he just gives it to the first person he sees in the house. And he goes, give this. I think it's for abalone. I don't know. I just hand this to somebody. <laughs> How about you read the good example I've provided? This one is from 15th century England. From William Paston to the vicar of the abbot of Cluny. Um, my right, worthy, and worshipful Lord, I recommend me to you. That's pretty, speaking of a letter of recommendation, that would be such a power move to be like, yeah, here's my letter of recommendation. It's from me, about me. I am awesome. (laughs) Allow me to recommend myself. I think that maybe the usage of recommend was a little different. Have you tried me? I'm Um, great. I'm, I think maybe the 15th century recommend meant something different. You've tried the rest. Now try the best myself. <laughs> do you have another one for me, my dear? Oh, I do. And you have to read it, Travis. Oh, okay. Um, this is uh, from John Paston to the Duke of Norfolk. To the right high and mighty prince and my right good and gracious lord, my lord the Duke of Norfolk. Meekly beseecheth your highness, your poor and true, continual servant and orator, John Paston the Younger, that it might please your good grace to call on to your most discreet and notable remembrance. I have no idea what I just said. <laughs> I don't know what any of that meant. I felt like I was missing like eight nouns and seven verbs. That feels like a mad lib. Like you could fill in like, okay, oh, I heard somebody say cow. Okay, great. Okay, well... What he said was, hey, Duke of Norfolk, it's me, the lowly John Paston. I hope I can talk to you a little bit about this stuff. Well, okay, so this is a great example of when not to be too flowery. Because I bet the Duke of Norfolk, even back then, probably read that. I was like, what? Is, what? <laughs> what did he say? They, they had Who a little more. Uh, they had a little more practice in the flowery speech, I think. Maybe. So let's do something a little more recently, okay? Um, I have a... 
a, a beautiful thank you note from 1974 when John Lennon and his friend Harry Nielsen were ejected from a Los Angeles nightclub. He sent a variety of apologies to those who were involved in or affected by the incident, and the American actress Pam Greer received this note. Dear Pam, I apologize for being so rude and thank you for not hitting me. John Lennon. P.S. Harry Nielsen feels the same way. So if you're wondering if it's cool to send thank you notes, John Lennon did it and thank Pam Greer for not punching him. So yes, I would say it's very cool. See, that's an occasion I never would have thought of to send a thank you note. You send it for job interviews. You send it for wedding gifts. You think you send someone for not punching you. Man, I could send a lot of those. I owe a lot of people a lot of thank you notes for not punching me. Mm, you should get started. So I would say the number one question we got. Um, I saw some people railing against thank you notes. Some people who said, I don't do it. And the number one question we got is, is this still a thing? I've never received one. Or my family sends them, but I've never talked to anyone else who does. Is this still a thing? Yes, it is absolutely still a thing. And in fact, it is quite in vogue. Really? Really is. Um, there are whole shops dedicated just to paper products. Um, there is a shop in Chicago called Greer that reports that stationery and greeting cards uh, are very much alive. There's a perception that stationery is something for previous generations, but it's absolutely not true because the average age of their customers is mid-30s. And approximately 35% of their customers are male. Would you say that um, thank you notes are a little bit hipster? I mean, is a little bit of that like, I don't use a computer. I type on a typewriter. And, oh, I only have artisanal bacon. And I don't send emails. I write it down on paper. If being hipster means being polite, then yes, it is. Oh, okay. Um, I also, <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of Nick Offerman, and he talks about in his book, Paddle Your Own Canoe, that like, it's so, it is so nice. Listen, I don't care how jaded you are. I don't care how cynical you are. When someone hands you a piece of paper that they wrote you a note on, suddenly you're right back to like that 12-year-old in middle school getting past the note who's like, oh, so I'm special. Right? It's so much more special than getting an email or a text message to know that someone took the time to like write it on a piece of paper and then sent it through the magic that is the post office and you received a physical thing that you can hold in your hands. Exactly. And that feeling of being special, Travis, it's good for you. Really? It really is. It's great for your mental health. It's called gratitude intervention, and recent scientific findings link this gratitude to increased optimism, stress reduction, and better night's sleep. So it's good for everybody. It's good for the receiver, and it's good for the writer, because it's a skill that we don't often uh, flex, and it's always good to practice your handwriting, I guess. That's nice. Sure. Sure. So uh, at the end of the day... We should all be sending thank you notes. Um, we should all be a little more a little more grateful, I would say. It certainly makes me feel very special when I receive something in the mail from somebody. Well, we would like to send out a few of our thank you notes now. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to our listeners. And thank you to the people who wrote in on Twitter and Facebook asking us questions about 
uh, about thank you notes. Our next topic is going to be table manners. So if you have any questions or thoughts, or if you just want to tell us an anecdote of a time either you completely embarrassed yourself or a time in which table manners made a huge impact on your life in some way, you can email us schmannerscast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at schmannerscast. Um, or you can join our Facebook group. Uh, you can go to bit.ly forward slash schmannersfb. Schmanners is S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S. Kayla Wassell, who designed our logo, it's maybe one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time. It's super cute, and it really shows off how super cute we are, I would say. If you haven't seen our logo yet, go check it out and then tweet at Kayla at Kayla M. Wassel, W-A-S-I-L, and have her draw something for you. Pay her for it. Have her design something for you. Her work is amazing. And thank you to Brent, Brentlefloss Black, for doing our intro and outro music. If you'd like, you could commission some music from him. Just just tweet him at Brentlefloss and ask him to write some music for your podcast or your website or anything like that. He's not only an amazing composer, he's also one of my best friends. I would like to send a thank you up to my girl, Emily Post. What up? What, what up, up Emily? Emily? How's stuff in heaven, I guess. <laughs> uh, we also want to say thank I... you to MaximumFun.org. She did? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. No more new books, huh? Mm. Well, no, they're still putting them out. I think like her grandkids or great-grandkids or something, her descendants are still putting out books. We also want to say thank you to MaximumFun.org for hosting the show. If you haven't already, go check out all the other awesome MaximumFun.org shows, including Still Buffering, a brand new show that's joining right along with us, hosted by Sydney McElroy and her sister, Riley Smurl. Um, if you've got a second... Go on iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us like fly up the the podcast charts and makes it easier for people to find us. We're a new show, so we're just you know trying to get started. So if you like the show, tell a friend. If you have a loved one who could improve their manners, maybe tell them. Say like, "Hey, Steve, you're a little bit gross. Check out this podcast." <laughs> Speaking of which, I uh, received several texts from your um, stepmother. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure Carol's going to be a huge fan of the show. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad you're listening, Carol. I assume. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us, Teresa. Thank you for joining me. You are an, an absolute pleasure. Oh well, thank you, Travis. I love spending time with you. I hope that everyone joins us again next week. No need to RSVP. Thank you for joining us for Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners, get it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.